Welcome into the His and Hers podcast. I'm Zach Ben alongside my sister Paige. And today we have a reaction to NFL Week 5. The highs and lows, including our three takeaways each to what the Week 5 of the NFL season brought us. That's next here on the His and Hers podcast. All right, Paige, we are taping as we are both watching the Niners-Cowboys game. It's just into the third quarter. Niners up 21-7 to in this uh, kind of battle of the heavyweights of the NFC. Right now, the Niners are getting the best of the Cowboys. But I wanted to touch on real quick, you finished a marathon this past weekend. Now there's two out of two marathoners on the podcast. I Look at us. I would uh, I would wager to say we have the highest percentage of any podcast, maybe except for ones that talk. But I mean, you can't beat 100. So we're perfect. <laughs> we are perfect. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're in the Marathoners Club. So we're officially better than everyone. Did and you did you buy a 26.2 bumper sticker for your car? I did I'm not a bumper sticker person, but I did get some stickers for uh keepsake my little keepsake box where i just keep stickers i don't do anything with them they're just in this box <laughs> Won't you, you have a hydro flask slap it on the side of that i i'm not i'm not that type of girl i don't like my oh. look i like a pristine pristine clean water bottle that i can wash and not have any wear or tear on it look at that but i will occasionally put them on the back of my laptop so you might see one pop up there who knows Monty, crazy 6.2 congratulations how do you feel how's the body Thank feel you. today um, my body actually feels really good. My legs and stuff have been great. I haven't had a bunch of soreness or anything like that. Um, just a little tightness in my knee, but other than that, I've been good. Just really tired. I only got six hours of sleep last night. Haven't taken a nap, so I am just ready to get a good night's rest. Ready to hit the sack. Hit the hay, as they say. Well, perfect. With that, after you finish that yawn, oh, that's a that was a mighty one. <laughs> How about you hit us with the first takeaway of week five? First takeaway of week five is that, man, that time zones make a difference. Mm. Um, Buffalo Bills traveled to London to take on the mighty Jacksonville Jaguars, and they come out of that game with a loss. Um, So we're going to chalk that up to uh, it's really difficult to travel in time zones, and Jacksonville truly had the advantage going having been there for a week already. That's that's a good takeaway. I like that. Um, I think the time zones, it kind of plays into my big takeaway, which is the NFL more than any other league is is so week to week with the highs and the lows. And it's all about battling those on a week to week basis. So you think about last week, the Bills coming off probably the best performance, trending in the right direction, three and one, right of the wrong, stomping the hottest team in football. And then they come out and sputter across the pond against a Jaguars team that, you know, uh, that just two weeks ago had just got handed a beat down by the Houston Texans were one and two kind of spiraling. And then they've righted the ship as well. And you can kind of go down the list with the Falcons. You know, things were looking bleak with Desmond Ritter having a terrible performance in London. They come back after that trip and beat a good Texans team at home. The Dolphins right the ship, beat a Broncos team. So the NFL being so week to week, 
you know, you can never get too high. You can never, you know, get too low. It's all about responding to the things that happen, good or bad. Uh, and, you know, you can't get too reactionary on this side as well. I know, like a lot of people after the Dolphins hung 70 on a Broncos team, we're ready to crown them the Super Bowl champs. But it kind of just turns out that that Broncos team is terrible, like really bad, very, very oh, bad. So, so And so a lot of the time they don't mean anything week to week and you can't pull too much uh, from what's going on uh, on any given Sunday. Yeah. Let's just open up a conversation of uh, how likely do you think it is that Sean Payton benches Russell Wilson in the next two weeks? Well, they play the Chiefs on Thursday, so it probably won't happen Thursday. Who do they have after that, though? That'd be that would be a good question. Let's see. So they go at Kansas City, then they're home against the Packers. Oh my gosh! And then they play Kansas City again. Wow! So they double wow, sir. If they don't beat the Packers, which if they couldn't beat, I mean, the Jets are probably a slightly better team, but I mean, they're staring down the barrel of one and seven. Oh, and then they play the Bills. I mean, they're one and eight. Best case. Then the Vikings. They're definitely going to lose that game. Stellar team. Yeah. Best case scenario for the Broncos going into that Vikings game, they're, they're what, two and seven? I mean, best case is that they, yeah, that they beat. They beat the Packers and split the Chiefs. I, I mean, my goodness, because there ain't no way Russell Wilson's going into Buffalo and winning any game there. So that season is falling off the track. So here's my prediction. I think that if he's going to bench him, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he let Russell Wilson plays the Thursday night game. And if he if you're going to bench him a little 10 day break for the next quarterback would probably be your best bet. So you could see him. Or if he's thinking long term, just have Russell Wilson go through this gauntlet, get to one and eight, and have him start against the Vikings, whoever that next quarterback is. I could see that as well. Just let Russell Wilson eat all of these next four games because that is brutal. Just really, <laughs> just really put Russell Wilson in his place. That is that's brutal. That stretch brutal. of games. Sal. Okay, but, Zach. What is your first takeaway? I literally just said my first takeaway. No, you didn't. I said the NFL's week to week league. I literally said that goes great in my first takeaway. <laughs> well, I thought you were just piggybacking off my takeaway. You're going to come up with a new takeaway. Oh, okay. That's the takeaway we got. All right, then going into my second takeaway. <laughs> Beautiful. The New England Patriots need to let go of Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. Ooh, you said and- this last week. This is. No, I didn't. Last week, I mentioned that maybe I asked you if you thought it was time. Yes. And you said, no, you said Bill Belichick. We don't get rid of him. I think it's time to get rid of Bill Belichick. I don't know. Feels like things are going off there. Things haven't been good since Brady left. We know who won that breakup. And Mac Jones does not look like he wants to be a starting QB. I think he's I truly watching that game today. I truly think that he was purposely doing things so that they would bench him and that he could retire. I don't know what that was. I don't know what version of football he's playing, but it is not good. No. No, and I mean, the body language police are all over him writing all types of tickets because it is bleak. I mean, the dude looks like he has no confidence. And like you said, it looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like, that's the that's the biggest thing. Like, he his head's down. He, he runs off the field all weird. 
just doesn't doesn't seem like there's much energy there. Nope. Twelve for twenty-two, one hundred ten yards, two interceptions, but that stat line doesn't even. I think unless you watched the game, go watch. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. Go watch clips of it because it was the weirdest thing to see Mac Jones's body language, how he was behaving, like he was defeated from the moment they stepped on the field. Yeah. Yeah, it, it uh, doesn't look good out there in New England. Uh, Bill Belichick, again, endorsed him again, saying that he is the quarterback one. So it looks like there's not going to be any changes for them. On yeah, it. what do they do? They just play him until the wheels come off, until I guess. Until one of them dies. Um, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my second takeaway are you listening are we dialed I'm, in on the second you, takeaway? i'm listening now the first one was relatively close to mine so. it was well my you said time zone relatively close to you is like the next block it's like the next time zone. that was yeah they're not that similar <laughs> you just went with time zones that was it so um Mine is going to be the Bengals as a whole, both in Joe Burrow and obviously in Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was brought back to life today. Yeah, massive game for Jamar Chase. Three touchdowns. Uh, They beat up on the Cardinals team. The Cardinals team had given a lot of teams problems. They beat them by a couple of scores. And, oh, my goodness, the Niners just ripped off a big pass to Debo. Uh, But they have, you know, this game – was truly their season, you know, going down one and four is a tough. I think I saw a stat there's been 161 teams start one and four, 150 of them missed the postseason. So it or yeah, yeah, one and four. So just bleak, bleak, bleak. Their next three games, they play at home against Seattle. They go to San Francisco and play the Niners. And then they're at home against the Bills. So if they, if Joe Burrow looks like the way he looked today, and if Jamar Chase obviously looks like that, then they have a great chance of of you know winning those games with two of them at home. But this was a very important game. They're able to take care of business and hopefully get their season back on the right track because it would be a travesty for that team to miss the postseason. A travesty. Um, yeah, just I think this was the first game that Joe Burrow looked like Joe Burrow. And right. so a very good writing of the ship for the entire city of Cincinnati and the state of Ohio. Oh. What is your third and last takeaway? My third and last takeaway is that I'm going to give you the hottest take in football. You ready? Oh, you ready for this? I'm the sick. Detroit lions are going to win the NFC North. Oh <laughs> Yeah. Don't go scorched no. earth now. Yeah. No one's uh, going to believe me when I throw that out there. It's yeah. going to happen. Yeah, they look pretty good, don't they? Yes, but uh, my actual takeaway is that I think that Mike McCarthy is not Mike McCarthy. Mike McDaniels is the coolest coach in the NFL. Just cool factors, just next level. The vibes are just there. Initially, when I when initially when he came on the scene, I was like, this guy's a dweeb. He's going to be out. He's no, he's not the answer, but now the vibes are there. Vibe check passed. Yeah. They, uh, they broke the record for most yards gained. Uh, who scored a touchdown? That is George Kittle with his third. Yeah. 
oh my gosh, he might win me my fantasy matchup because everyone cares about that. That is pretty impressive, though. That uh, is pretty good. I, I can't help but notice every time you talk about the 49ers that you don't, you said like, oh, the Niners just threw a good pass to Debo. Not saying Purdy threw a good pass to Debo. Okay, Purdy, Purdy today has looked unbelievable. I, I can't, you know, my question Purdy's always, the man. My question was always like, I know that he beat the, you know, the Seattle you know, two and one in playoff games, right? Where two and oh, and the ones that he actually plays. But it was more just like when things get like, is he going to make these throws? And th- tonight he has. Tonight he's looked unbelievable. You he know, is him. I may be that might be the most wrong thing I kind of stood on for too long because well, I hope so because looking. I have an acquaintance that's friend that's brother's friend went to high school with him so that's I'm the very, dumbest I'm, that's the dumbest I'm connection. extremely connected extremely that is, connected that is the dumbest connection I've ever heard of in my life <laughs> what was that again my brother's I, friend no I have an acquaintance friend. no 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 I have acquaintance whose brother went to high school with Brock Purdy. How does that connect you? It's an, you're not even a friend and an acquaintance. I'm, I'm very well connected. I wouldn't call this person a friend. Just call him an acquaintance. <laughs> but just know I'm well connected. <laughs> In some ways, yes. That, that is. I could potentially <laughs> maybe become friends on Facebook with the mother of the lowest paid quarterback in the NFL. I don't even know where that goes. Um, <laughs> with the score of this game, I'm going to feel confident to say my third and final takeaway is that the uh, the Niners are a wagon and the best team in the NFC and probably the best team in the entire NFL. Yep, and they're going to go and they're going to blast through the playoffs and then they're going to lose in the Super Bowl in a shocking fashion because no one could have anticipated them losing. They're going to lose to the Chiefs on a call that is picked up. Now they're going to lose to the Bengals on a call that's picked up. Oh, the Bengals are you're still riding for them, huh? Yeah, they're two and three now, so it's it's back on. <laughs> Super Bowl back on. <laughs> yeah, sure, absolutely. If the Vikings don't get them there first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I don't know where this is derailed to. I will say the weirdest game of the day, the weirdest game that that Steelers Ravens game. I still don't know how the Steelers won that football game. I have no idea. It made no sense. I felt like the Ravens had 10 points in the first quarter. It probably wasn't in the first, but it felt like they had that game the entire way. Um, yeah, that was crazy. And all of a sudden, and then even even when they kind of got into a spot where they were you know, in position to come back after that safety, they the, the Ravens force a punt. The, the Steeler guy runs into his own guy, fumbles it, and the Ravens got – and then – they got stopped. Lamar Jackson was a pick in the red zone. It make I, I'm so confused. I still don't understand. Makes no sense. No. Weird game. That was crazy. Weird game. The Ravens are going to be kicking themselves over that game. And for the Lamar, rest of the and Lamar falls to one and three against. So. Don't bet against Mike Tomlin. You're just throwing out the one liners tonight. They're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> just blanket statements. <laughs> Some in depth. You can tell another you're ready take. For bed. The Giants, not good. There you go. Patriots, not good. Saints, okay. <laughs> or Eagles, Eagles, okay. <laughs> That's the weirdest thing about watching like a lot of these teams. So the Vikings, um, we don't have to talk about the game very much, but 
the Vikings, uh, they haven't won a game by more than uh, like 14 points since 2019. Every other team has done it twice. So you think about how bad a lot of the teams in the NFL are in comparison. And, and they will blow teams out. Like, it happens. It just happens. Things bounce your way. The Vikings, they just, even when last year when they went 13-4, and four, they, it obviously was all one-score games. Like, it's the weirdest team franchise in history. Like, I don't know what a comfortable game is. It makes no sense to me. It's like, keep you on the edge of your seat at all times. That's what I'm saying is, like, if the NFL was smart, a lot of these, like, games, you put the Vikings on primetime. Like, it's going to be a fun game. Yeah, not for Vikings fans, but for everyone else. Yes, yes, exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> Enjoyable for everyone. Ooh, ooh, other hot take. Is okay. Zach Wilson going to be an NFL quarterback? Uh, he didn't play very well today. You got to point out no touchdowns, a pick. Pretty bad time clock management at the end of that first half, not getting a field goal. Bad throw on the back shoulder, but also was. But they scraped by, they scraped by a win. Brees like, Hall. The worst team in the NFL. Brees Hall, 172 yards. And Thank you. He's on my fantasy team. Yeah. Again, things that nobody asked for between me and you. We're just throwing them out there. Well, perfect. Well, any other thoughts to wrap up week five? Any other blatant statements you'd like to give out? Nope. That's everything. That's it. <laughs> well, perfect. I, I cleared my thoughts. Oh, my gosh. Dak was the worst interception I've seen all day. They're like two seconds ahead of me. It's Dak Prescott. Wow. Just when, you, just when you think you can believe in him. I was like Josh Allen on the Jets game. From, yeah. Well, that'll wrap up this episode of the History Podcast. I'm Zach Bennett alongside my sister Paige. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll have our preview pod dropping Friday covering week six and all the fun and the action that is to come. <laughs>